Hello, this is John Haddad, and you're listening to Dot Fox, double G U double T. So that might sound like a naive question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. With athletes, you've been working for a while. Is it faster for you to figure out what the issue is? Absolutely. Especially also the athletes, like depending on the athletes, they have a good team around them. If I'm working with them all the time, if they're here, if I'm going there, like if I get to touch a lot of these athletes, I do online with them. There's always a collaboration between me and, and the rest of their team, whether they're working with their individual athletes or team athletes. I talk with uh, whoever collaborates with them over there. And so we help each other figure things out. You know, I always say teamwork makes a dream work. It's never a one-man job. I cannot take any full credit for any of the accomplishments completely, fully, because it's always uh, achieved. You know, it's always achievable. Add a little something that they haven't had. And so they appreciate this. And I think that's what makes the best of the best. Did you encounter some sort of resistance when it comes to the teams around the athletes in general? Because I'm just trying to put this into context. They were with the club, let's say, or they're part of the club, or they're part of a team, or of the country team, whatever that is. And they have also top practitioners working with them, you know, around them, supporting them in like every step of the journey, all day long, all the time with everything. And how do you fit into that? I mean, it's not always so smooth, but thankfully I haven't had a lot of resistance so far. Not always so smooth because I understand how things work. There's always a hierarchy when it comes to this. And it's difficult for somebody to come in from the outside and do completely go and do their thing. But I understand how the hierarchy works and I understand this and we always getting, if you want, support before we go in. So we're always mentioned and I'm always giving a full report to whoever's in charge mm-hmm. of that certain athletes so they understand what we've done, what we're planning to do. And so we're always kind of getting the okay before. Okay. And that uh, so I know how it works and I'm only getting better at it. Let's just say, call it the political part of this journey. But I mean, I haven't had a lot of resistance, to be honest with you. And been, it's been a pleasure. You know, it's been really nice to see the different ways that how different clubs work and how different the athletic, also athletic teams work. And so it's been, it's been nice. And uh, hopefully, I mean, I haven't had anything wrong yet, but hopefully they're also all satisfied with what I've done. You said you work on Zoom as well. Yes. Especially during like COVID, right? And then how do you do this? Of course, it's a lot easier when I'm actually seeing the person in person. And so they understand what kind of movement they understand this. But it takes a little bit more time for them to understand a certain movement. And there's always a lot of questions where sometimes I know, I mean, I don't know if any of my athletes are going to watch this. Hopefully they will. But I know that sometimes I get annoying because I always ask, where do you feel it? Where do you feel it? I want to know because... I'm not there to actually do any hand-offs. I need them to tell me where they're actually feeling a certain movement. And that's what gives me the feedback for my movements to see if it's actually working or not in the right way. And then I adjust to that. So I've kind of gotten good at it, but to be honest, like on Zoom, I prefer in person 100%, but it's done its job. It's done its job. Okay. I think this part is going to take us to this next part here. Working on the Zoom and... You being, you know, at the same time in multiple places, which is impossible. Is this the reason why you started the School of Biomechanics as well? Well, the School of Biomechanics started to spread the knowledge of what we have, because I think knowledge shouldn't be kept. I mean, there's enough injured people 
enough people suffering from injuries in the world and pain, living with pain, that they shouldn't get a benefit. So I started this to actually spread the word about how we work. And I know that no matter how much we go in, how many people we teach, there's going to be an abundance of people that need our help. And of course, it's not like I'm saying that our way or there's no other way in the world, but I like to add our way to the other people's methodologies. And so far, this particular course that I've been giving now, I think they're around, I would say between 350, around 250 people worldwide that have been in the course. And I've only had much feedback from them. And most of them are still using techniques when they need them. And so I only want them to understand how it works and, and start implementing the movements when they need them, when they need them. And it's basically the school of biomechanics basically revolves around injuries. So it is for people that are suffering from some kind of, let's just call it, I mean, we're going to call it a biomechanical issue, but I'm going to say actually suffering from pain that's not allowed them to continue their daily activities. Okay. Who do you teach in particular? Physical therapists, osteopaths are the main. They've been the hub of who's coming to my courses. And of course, a lot of personal trainers that actually work with injured people. Okay. Because there's a lot of trainers that don't focus at all on the injury. They just say, okay, you're injured, go to a specialist. You know, okay. there are people that say, okay, you're injured, let's try to figure this out. Or you feel pain during a certain movement, let's figure this out. There are other people that just base their research and their daily thought, and I respect that so much, on just how to try to get that person faster and, and stronger and all that stuff. So performance and... Exactly. How did you make your way into the professional or elite sports? I've been training athletes for quite a while, not as professional as now, but I've been with athletes for quite a while and using my techniques. Mm -hmm. I've worked with a lot of fighters previously and in the fight scene and you know, in the fight scene, there's people would think there's a lot of injuries, but it's a lot less than other sports, you know, because mm -hmm. you're actually waiting for the impact. But it was also, it got me to use my techniques and to try my techniques to save the world was on trial, you know, and it's not like they're elaborate or anything like this, but it's because you get to refine your techniques because you know that I need to do one, two, three, but how do you actually do this using the machine that we have today? There are no machines made, especially for my techniques because they have a special, I asked you special things. I don't know if you haven't been injured, so thankfully you haven't used, but you've seen me work a little bit. So yeah. there's no special techniques here to, there's no special equipment here that actually, so you have to come up with the equipment Think about it, but we have tried to, you know, hack it in a way to actually fit what you're trying to do. And so this is what we've been trying to do from there. So it's been nice. So going forward, you start to become better at, okay, I know I need to do this technique. I know I need to use this band. I know I need to use this uh, machine. And then we put it together. So that was how you refine the movement. However, the movement's been there from the beginning. Just refine it by how you make it more user friendly. Okay. Yeah, I saw you have some, you work with wood as well, right? Well, what, what do we get our hands on? Whatever we can, you know, we think about something. I, I've created a lot of my own stuff, you know, a lot of my own band that clips and stuff like this to actually fit what I'm trying to do with a person. Yeah. So that's the whole creative side of you that kicked in. I guess, I guess. I mean, I probably could use a little bit more work on that, but, you know, we're getting there. It starts with the gut. It ends with the gut. It's in your gut. Gut Talks. This is the end of this episode with John, aka The Fix. 
Thanks for listening and see you next time.